Welcome back to the Patriot and the Preacher, and I am excited, Mark. We have a, a guest who's a pastor and a dear friend uh, who we've been, uh, Pastor David, right? We've been messaging each other almost every couple of days for the last, I don't even know how long, about the status of this nation. But before I have you uh, say a few words, I want to just say a little bit about you. So you've been in the ministry since 1991, and you're the founding and senior pastor of Christian Life Fellowship Church, uh, which is in New Hampshire, right? Yep, yeah. yep, and you are an ordained uh, Christian Missionary Alliance. Uh, you're in the Christian Missionary Alliance. You're a pastor that has extensive ministry experience, and I can tell by uh, just our communication all the time and church planning, training, uh, doing theological, you know, training up theological students, mentoring, consulting, public speaking. You're often on the radio. I think you were just on the Hagman Report the other day. Uh, can't say enough good things about you. Pastor David Bierman, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. It's uh, an honor to be with you. Well, it's an honor to have you, sir. And uh, I was just telling uh, Mark Anthony that, uh, you know, you're the right guy to have on right now as we look at our world and we see all these different things. And I uh, spoke to you a little bit off air today and we were talking about what to talk about. And there's just so many things that, you know, we have to really pick because, uh, you know, there was COVID-19 where, the you know, unprecedented the entire world pretty much shut down. Uh, churches were meeting online. Um, we see battles with pastors, and I definitely want to ask your opinion on that. Now we're in another unprecedented event where there's riots that are happening in many, many cities across the country. And so I just wonder what's your perspective as you watch from New Hampshire out there, and you're just coming out of COVID-19. I think you're just starting to meet in person again in your church, and then all of a sudden we're having uh, the civil unrest. What is your feeling of the barometer, Pastor? What's going on in our nation? What's going on in our nation, I, could like, I can't give you a really fast answer. I'll go as quick as I can. But yeah. bottom line is this. We've gone from a thesis-antithesis thinking mindset, meaning there's a right and wrong, to moral relativism. And the moral relativism um, it t- teaches that there is no necessary right or wrong, but you have your truth and I have my truth. And so the justification for any behavior can be done on mass scales when people do not believe that there's an absolute right or wrong. So they can justify anything. Just like the Nazis justified killing the Jews and the early Americans justified keeping slaves of black people and how we're justifying today murdering of millions of babies. Mm-hmm. So we could just justify robbing and looting and and all the craziness that's been going on recently because and also the principles of the constitution which are based on thesis and antithesis thinking those are thrown out so executives can make any orders they want to stop you from going to church or from going to the store or whatever you want to do because everybody is right in his own mind it's not the rule of law or proper thinking concerning right and wrong but just simply um, mayhem of thinking anything goes as long as it's your truth with certain exceptions and those exceptions are always what the communists the leftists the progressives same thing what wow. they say you can and cannot do so this entire move of satan for the last forty years has been to break down the judeo-christian ethic and the thesis antithesis thinking bring it about to relativism and then come up with a new religion called secular progressivism and uh... and globalism 
and it has its own orthodoxy, its own prophets, its own leaders, and anything they say morally is right. Anytime you try to correct that, you're a hater. Because what we have is not what is authored by God. God authors things to be properly run and in order. We have chaos, which the Bible tells us God is not the author of confusion. And, in fact, the author of confusion is Satan himself. So to sum all this up, instead of having a Judeo-Christian ethic, we have rejected that, rejected Christ, rejected that way of thinking, and have brought on the worship of human reason and this, with this secular progressive movement. And now, um, basically, we are in a situation where once this society is destroyed, it is resurrected, at least this is their will, resurrected in in destroying the West and resurrecting it in socialism, really to the point of hard communism. Yeah, absolutely, Pastor. That's a, that's a, those are some great points. As and we're really watching that manifestation right now of chaos and the secular progressive uh, movement right now because everything's subjective, right? Everything that we all believe as Christians, what's right and wrong, now it's subjective. It's okay that people are taking to the streets, destroying cities, burning down cities in the name of Black Lives Matter or Antifa or whoever it yeah. may, whoever else it yeah. may be. We all understand that really there's a lot, there are multiple forces coming against this country right now and trying to tear it apart. And but they're, we, they're fairly coordinated, my friend. Yeah. yeah you have are. the socialist work, the socialist workers party. Yes. A global free Western communist organization. Antifa is a communist organization. Black Lives Matter is a communist organization. People don't realize that. They just think that's because of the name and they're just worried about racism. But they're a communist organization. Even on their website, they say they're against the Western family, mm. right on their own website. I just read it two days ago. Wow. Uh, these are, there are global organizations. And this is not conspiracy. This is a fact. You look it up yourself, anybody listening. You, the organizations are listed. You go to their websites. They're right. global, West, Western mostly, global organizations in Europe and in America and Australia, uh, which are there for the purpose of breaking down the idea of constitutional republics and raising up centralized tyranny. They're totalitarians. Uh, yeah. everything. You, they'll tell you what you can and cannot say, what you can and cannot think. They want to cleanse the language. They want to get rid of statues. I mean, these people... And when I say these people, I mean leftists, progressives, whether you're white, black, green, or orange, I don't care. They are enemies of the Constitution, enemies of God, and enemies of all that we hold dear in decency. Hmm. Absolutely, they are. Wow. I mean, so you unpacked that really well, Pastor David. And I think one of the things that frustrates me, and I believe it frustrates you as well, is seeing people that are pastors, that are ministers, that don't understand the battle that we're in. And I, I, I've actually seen some, some well-known pastors come out uh, the last couple of days, and I have to say, from what I see, it's capitulating. But, you know, they're saying uh, some of the communist slogans, and I think they're doing it because they're naive to understand what you just mentioned, that these are communist organizations. But how do we explain that to these pastors that really feel like they're doing a good thing, but they're actually perpetuating, they're actually putting out the propaganda to their congregants and to the people that follow them, if you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, well, if we have a breakdown in the church, I have said this many times. In fact, two years ago, I told my assistant pastor, I said, we're, if we're going to witness very soon, we're going to start witnessing a separation between the wheat and the tear. Yeah. I told this him about, to this him about two weeks ago, uh, uh, excuse me, two years ago. I said yeah. to my assistant pastor, I said, I'm telling you, man, it's coming, the wheat and the tear being separated. And so what we have now is a bunch of pastors that want to be politically correct and want to be progressive and they want to jump on the everything is racism bandwagon. And the truth of the matter is, if you look at the statistics, everything is not racism. It's a big ruse. Uh, black people are not being shot by the cops all the time and killed by the... It's just not true. Larry Elder, who's a great man, a great radio host, everybody should know who he is, they did a great uh, segment with uh, on this very matter. Right. and went through the statistics and said it's absurd. Candace Owens just put out a very, very powerful video yes. explaining these things. It's not true. But right. it's the narrative. And once again, the leftists, the Democrats, the... And by the way, I'm not a Republican. I'm independent. The leftists, <laughs> the Democrats, they're using the masses of black people to do their bidding. That's right. And yeah. so you got Antifa in there smashing things, right? And getting kind of mixing in with the black uh, protesters. That's right. And using this whole thing for chaos and using black people to get what they want, which is global socialism or hard communism. And so it's just a total lie that does not mean there are not white people who hate black people and black people who hate white people. That's the way it is. going to be that way forever because mankind are sinners and people have hatred in their heart. But this idea that, you know, there's this cops wake up in the morning and they're going out there trying to shoot black people. The statistics just don't show that at all. And Black Lives Matter doesn't care about the millions of black babies that are murdered by Planned Parenthood, which are placed in black neighborhoods on purpose to keep the black population down. How do you have more political power if you remain at 13% of the mm. population because you're murdering your children? Mm, so right. nobody wants to say any of the things that I'm saying because you know as soon as you say these things, you're going to be called a, white, a, a racist, a, a white supremacist, all of this absurdity, which... Frankly, I just don't care what they call me anymore. I know the truth. God knows the truth about me. And right. I know these are lies from the devil to shut us up, and I'm not going to do it. There you go. There you go. And, and Pastor, you, you know, I, I obviously read your posts and talk to you, uh, but I'm excited. I've been seeing you're, you're gathering with the congregation, you're assembling. Uh, what did you feel when, you know, churches were shutting down and you're watching, you know, from New Hampshire, you're seeing California pastors uh, that are fighting to even come together and the government out there, and, and this is happening in different states around our country right now. How do you feel about that? Because we're hearing a lot of different feelings and, you know, I, I just like to hear what you feel. Well, let me make that clear. We had the same problem here in New Hampshire. Yeah. The governor shut all the churches down again. And when he did, I told my congregation, I said, I'm not going to shut the, down, the, the church down because the government tells me so. I'm not doing it. We will shut the church down physically if we, the elders and myself, feel that it's the best thing to do for our people, given the information that we have at the time. Right. But the government right. will have nothing to do with that. After looking at the information at the time, and it's very important to remember, at the time, not what right. we have now, Right. My, the elders and myself decided to close on our physical location for a little while. Yep. And then we decided to come back way before the governor said that we could. In fact, I had a conversation on the phone with the governor. I was invited to speak with him. Yeah. We spoke for actually about a half an hour with him. And um, I expressed to him that he's breaking the 14th Amendment, the First Amendment. 
And I got on television on our live stream, and I challenged the governor and told him I'm going to open church if he can arrest me if he wants to. Wow. We opened church early. We had outdoor services yeah. because we decided to, not because right. the government told us we could or could not do it. Right. That's the issue. If a church wants to close down because they feel that there was some kind of <clears throat> personal, you know, some safety issues, that's the pastor and elder's decision. It's not the government's. And that's the point. So we came back together before the governor said anybody could. And even now he's saying you can't come back fully. But we don't really care what the governor says. <laughs> we think going based on data. So we're actually moving back. We're doing outdoor services under tents. Now we're moving back into the building on the, on wow. the uh, 14th. So yeah. bottom line is this. If you let the government tell the church what it can do, then it will keep doing it. And the ruling by uh, Justice Roberts is a, it's a travesty of justice. I don't know how this particular person could ever look himself in the mirror and say that he's read the Constitution. There is right. Congress shall make no law. That means that government has nothing to say one way or the other concerning the gathering of the saints, our religious worship, in any way, shape, manner, or form. But they don't care, and the reason they don't is because the society has left Jesus completely, mm. and secondarily because of that has left the idea of thesis and antithesis thinking, right and wrong, constitutional principles of liberty, and they just go based on whatever they feel. Yeah. And that's extremely dangerous, extremely, yeah. for liberty. You really touched on something important there, Pastor, about how people feel, and that's really what's governing a lot of decision-making, Overall, right now, we see people are just acting based on their feelings and they're being manipulated by the media and the leaders out there. And so, no and, doubt, brother, no doubt. No, no doubt at all. Uh, and, and so, because of feelings, facts are, are no, facts really aren't part of the discussion anymore. It's not part of it. Actually, it's really, what? Facts are worse than that. Facts are racism. Hmm. Hmm. Facts are sexism. Hmm. Facts are hatred. <laughs> facts are you don't want, or facts are you want people to starve. Facts are you don't want people to have health care. Facts, see, that's, anytime you say a fact, these are the things that they say to you to shut you up. And because they understand that most human beings do not want to be looked upon as being bad or hating people or being mean or whatever, the shaming goes on. And most human beings are weak when it comes to the area of wanting people to like them and love them, so they just capitulate because they don't want to be thought of as being racist. They don't want to be thought of as being sexist or not caring or not wanting people to have health care or, or, or wanting some, uh, some guy to be killed by a cop, so they have to agree that there's a lot of cop killing going on to blacks when it's not the case. See, this, it's a matter of truth. Truth is no longer seen as the goal. Hmm. What's seen as the goal now is global communism. Hmm. Global. And, and listen, that's not an understatement. No. This is what these people want. That's right. 
No, that absolutely is. And unfortunately, a lot of people are blind to it. I think what the Bible says is that the, even the elect will be deceived. And that's literally what we're seeing before our eyes right now is pastors coming out and, and, and literally promoting communist agendas. Unbelievable. Uh, Pastor David, thank you so much. Before we go, uh, I do like to ask this question. It's kind of been a common theme question that we've been asking. But uh, the last uh, guest that we had on talked about repentance and being the way to revival and seeing a great awakening in this nation. What can we do as the church, as people of God, to, to turn things around right now? Well, it's just a matter of whether or not the leaders in the churches will, will decide that it's more important to tell the truth than it is to have people sitting in your, in your pews with their ears tickled. The Bible says in the last days they will draw to themselves teachers having itching ears. Yes. They want the ears to be tickled. If you're going to see a change in a nation, you have to do a Gideon reduction. The people have to speak the truth. The preachers speak the truth. Got to speak about abortion. Got to speak about the lies, about what communism is, and how it destroys people and stops them from hearing the gospel, and on and on. And you have to tell that, and that means some of your people who have been used to you tickling the ears are going to leave. Yeah. That's called the Gideon reduction, getting rid of those people that don't really want to fight. And then you have revival when people are focused on the gospel and winning souls. And my, there's no political answer ultimately to this. I fight politically, but ultimately you can't change this with politics. No president can change it ultimately. You have to have the churches repent, revival happen in the churches, and that spills out into society, then you get a great awakening. If the churches will not even stand because the pastors are too worried about how they're looked at, by the world system, and they just give into this stuff without even looking into it. If that if that doesn't change, nothing will change. You can pray all day and all night. You have to have action from the men of God. And if you don't have it, the churches are going to fail. People are not going to get saved, and the nation is going to fall into communism. Hmm. It's simple as that. That's what history teaches us. Right. So it's up to the church and the preachers to speak out and have the guts. And I. I'm sorry to say most just don't. And guys like me mm. and, and Pastor Todd, we are maligned like you cannot believe by other preachers because of the things that we say. That's right. Yeah, that's true. Pastor, thanks so much for joining us and speaking the truth. Even though it may uh, hurt some listeners' ears, it's important. Thank you. Yeah, how can we find you online, Pastor David? Yeah, so you can reach me at clfchurch.com that stands for Christian Life Fellowship and my email is very simple it's Dr. Dave D-R-D-A-V-E at clfchurch.com you can also find me on Twitter and follow me that would be good Dr. David M. Berman on Twitter and of course I'm on Facebook David Berman on Facebook you can get me you can find me online it's pretty simple to find me and uh, if anybody else wants me to do shows, I'm happy to. I've been doing them for 30 years. I'm happy to speak out. I'm willing to take the heat. I know <laughs> Pastor Todd is, and we have to continue to do so. That's right. Thank you so much, Pastor David. We appreciate you, man. And uh, we'll be right back with the Patriot in the Patriot. God bless you.